Hey, hey, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. And how about some mindset transformations today? We're now into the fourth quarter of the year and you might be feeling a bit overwhelmed with your goals or maybe your business is a bit stagnant. Today, I have Heidi Groose as a guest who is a licensed psychotherapist and we get into self-sabotage and the biggest misconception about mindset transformation and why it might be difficult for you to make changes and achieve your goals. Today's episode is a good one, so clear your distractions and let's dive in. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And today we're going to talk about a topic that is probably going to be very relevant to what's going on in the world, what's going on in your business right now. And you might not even know that you're actually doing this to yourself day in and day out. We're going to talk about self-sabotage and Heidi Cruz is here and she's going to share the five ways your negativity probably leads to self-sabotage. So before we get into this juicy topic, Heidi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. I'm happy you're here. And before we dive into this juicy topic, because I'm sure a lot of people are going, ooh, I bet I am self-sabotaging myself, not even knowing it with our negative thoughts. But before we get into that, I would love for you just to quickly tell us what you do and who you serve. Yeah. So I am a licensed psychotherapist by education and background. Um, I'm also a transformation strategist working with entrepreneurs who are afraid of slowing down in fear that they're going to become stagnant in their business. And I can completely relate to that because in the last year, I made just a huge pivot, not just in my business, but in life where I homeschooled my youngest eighth grade. Yep. So that was a huge change. And I knew that I had to either slow down or make some adjustments, you know, put some things on the back burner, or we're just in that season, especially during the summer and mompreneurs, we want to allow ourselves to slow down, but we still want our business to grow. So I know I can relate to that. I can guarantee my audience definitely relates to that. So I'm just going to come out of the gate with a really kind of a great question. Why is it so difficult for people? And I'm just going to say, especially moms to make changes or achieve the goals they set. Mm. Um, you know, I think the first thing that I see that is so common is how easily distracted we are. Um, you know, we, we live in a world where, you know, I think even since we've been on this um, podcast interview, right, I've noticed like three notifications come through like pinging me, not just like you got an email, but these are like things waiting for me, right, for when I uh-huh. get up. And we've been talking for 10 minutes, right? So it's just how easily our focus and attention can get redirected 
towards something that really doesn't need our attention right in that moment. The other thing is um, living in this world where everything is instant, right? You send a text, you expect someone to get back to you like immediately, right? We're, whereas before when we used to use the phone and we would leave a person a message, we knew we'd hear back within 24, 48 hours, right? right. Well, now not only are we expecting the instant response, we're expecting ourselves to give the instant response to everything. Um, so when we're living a lifestyle where we're always feeding what is, you know, the loudest ping, we never get to the things that we say are really important to us. And so that's why I have a lot of like, time management and organizational strategies that I use with my clients to, to keep their attention on the things that really move the needle. So it's really identifying the priorities. Would you agree with that? Be very clear on your priorities, which have to align with your values. Yes. Yeah. And establishing those boundaries. Because I know you can tell yourself that you're going to establish boundaries, but it's actually doing it. Because there's some clients where I do Voxer, which is almost that yeah. instant app that you get like the voice walkie talkie. There are moments where if I for, I try to silence my phone after dinner, mm-hmm. but there are moments where I'm hanging out with the kids and my husband and we like to do Netflix or whatever at night, I will hear my Voxer go off. And I know it's one of my clients at 730 at night, probably just like, hey, tomorrow, can you do this or that? I won't go and listen to it, but it's in the back of my mind and it's like driving me crazy, but I should be fully present with my family watching the movie. Yeah. So would you say that that is some sort of a self-sabotage that I don't even realize I'm doing? Well, so here's what I can recommend. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily self-sabotage, um, but it's being really clear about your boundaries and limits up front. In this case, it's with clients, right? And so, um, you know, I would, if you're not already doing this, right, I'm really, really clear with my clients because I use Voxer as well. Um, I, I talk about the intent, how it's intended to be used, right? So it's really about you leaving me a short, you know, question, um, no longer than one minute in length. And if it's a two-part question, then leave me two separate messages so that I, I make sure to answer, you know, both of the questions that you have. Um, and then I also share with them the expected turnaround time. So it's, you know, typically within 48 hours, you'll get a response from me. Now, usually it's much faster than that, but I give myself that window as a grace, really, because there are some days, depending on the time, because my clients are international, right? So time zone things and all of that um, could impact um, or just I've got something going on in my personal life. You know, as entrepreneurs, we built this time freedom piece to to use it, right? Right. <laughs> Let's make sure that we're giving it to ourselves. So I think it, it's just being really clear up front, you know, for our clients and for ourselves. So we're not feeling like, oh, I know in the back of my mind, like I've got to deal with that tomorrow. And and there's this like chirping going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that was such a, I can, I just totally agree with that. Now here's my next question. Are people aware they have a self-sabotage identity? 
Yeah. So no, I don't think people are aware they have a self-sabotaging identity, but everyone resonates with the I, the practice of self-sabotaging, right? So when I say this to someone, they're like, I self-sabotage all the time. And, and the reality is we all do it. Everybody does it. We're not aware that we're doing it though mm-hmm. in a lot of instances. And that's where it's really helpful to have that coach or mentor or therapist, right? To help us uncover how these patterns exist in our lives. Yeah. And let's get to that. How do you uncover how you are self-sabotaging yourself? Because I'm going to assume that maybe in the beginning, some people might have some resistance to it. Like, oh, I'm not doing that. Or that's not me. So how can we uncover how we are negatively self-sabotaging ourselves? Yeah. So, um, you know, the first question I would ask um, listeners to ask themselves is, why haven't you gotten to that goal that you say is so important to you, right? Mm -hmm. So when someone comes to me and they're like, this is it, I need to do this. I've been wanting to do this for the last five years. I, you know, every quarter I'm working and, you know, it doesn't happen. Okay, well, what is it that's really in your way? Why, Why haven't you achieved that goal? And we go deep with this because it's, it's not, you know, the surface level things are excuses like, and haven't had enough time or, you know, I just, I ran out of money or I don't have enough money or this came up. So I didn't, you know, couldn't use the money in this way. Right. Or, you know, I don't have anybody that's really supporting me. You know, no one, you know, my family isn't really behind this. Those are surface level things. I say that because, I mean, we're all moms, right? Um, You know, our days are busy. We're multi-passionate people. But when the nurse calls and your kid has to get picked up home, you know, from school home early, you know, because they're sick, we reprioritize and we go and pick up our little kid and we're like, oh, buddy, like, I want to be there with you today, right? You know? So, so we can turn our world upside down when things like that happen, which means we have the capacity to do the same about our dream or our big goal. Yeah. So, so I don't buy into the surface level excuses. Okay. So how do they get to the deeper root? Yeah. So, so then we have to go to, you know, again, going like, you could use the model of seven layers deep, which I know there's a, there's a lot of coaches out there that use mm-hmm. that, right? Um, well, well, really, then what is in your is in your way, right? So if it's not time and it's not money, because this is all about choices, why is it that you haven't achieved your big goal or this dream that you've set before you? And the trusting relationship that I build with my clients, it it does allow them to be vulnerable with me and to admit, you know, I get so far, right? I get, you know, two thirds of the way and then something happens. And this is the thing I'm really interested in. What is that something, right? Um, And then what I'm, the second thing that I'm most interested in is once they've uncovered the you know, the, the stomach bug whips through the household or, you know, whatever, right? It's like, okay, but then how did that, how did that have so much power 
to take you away from what you were saying was so important. Ooh, say that again. That was really, say that again. How did that circumstance have so much power to take you away from what was, what you say is so important to you, And what I actually find is a lot of these circumstances, we give them power. Um, We give them power because really what we have to tap into is there's, there can be some fear around success. There can be some fear around now we're starting to nudge up against that uncomfortable territory, right? The part of our growth path that's like, we haven't done this yet before. We've always come two thirds of the way and then we never go beyond that. Well, if that keeps happening, that's a pattern right there, right? Interesting. And and so then I ask them, well, what what do you need? to get to that through that last third part of the journey here. What is it? And and so what if you had all the confidence in the world? What if you had all the time? What if you had an endless amount of money? What if, you know, what would it then take for you to move forward here knowing that there is fear? There there's there's going to be some fear. What's going to help move you forward here? Um, and the other exercise that I do is I work backwards, right? I work backwards from a place of how is it going to feel if you stop two thirds of the way once again, right? And and so we're we're going from two different points. One is pleasure, one is pain, right? So I want to get them moving forward either through pleasure or through pain. When we hit the pain part, you know, the common story it goes back to that whole cycle of restarting, right? Knowing that. If, if I don't do this now, then what I'm going to end up doing is planning the next time where I can restart this journey on this same goal once again. Only what I like to add to their story, every time that you restart along the same path, you do so with a little bit less confidence, a little bit less belief in yourself, because you're already wondering, is this going to end up the same way that it has the last six, eight, 10 times that I've tried to do this, right? And so I challenge them to think, okay, so why can't now be the time? I understand that there's this circumstance that's going on, but when have you still moved through something in your life despite the circumstance, right? Again, I mean, it's so easy with moms because we do this all the time in parenting. You know, we're, we're tired. We still show up as mom, right? right. We're sick right? I had some stomach bug recently. And it's like, you still show up. Like it doesn't mean you get to call out for the day. If you can do this as mom, why can't you do it as business owner? Hey, did you know this? I recently published a journal. Yep, I did it. For years, I tried to get into the habit of journaling daily, but I could never find the right journal. Every time I would purchase a new one, I was left with disappointment. I felt unfulfilled after journaling, so I thought, heck, I'm going to create my own, and now I'm sharing it with you. If you're a dreamer like me, but ready to take action and be a doer and see those dreams come to fruition, then snag my daily journal. Create a daily habit of gratitude, dream writing, action taking, and releasing all the garbage that we don't have control over. Head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab your copy. Now let's get back to the show. So what if you did it anyway? 
Then we typically tap into um, some ideas around perfection, right? Some imposter syndrome, some self-doubt and um, this hyper-criticism around um, our performance, right? And so then I ask, is it more important that this is done perfectly or that it just gets done? And I just pause and I listen. Because then I share, I self-disclose. There has never been a time in my business where I haven't created, you know, some kind of workbook or freebie or pretty thing in Canva, right? Where I'm done with it and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. To then three weeks down the line, go back and revisit it and think, oh, what was I thinking? Or I don't really like this. I've moved on. I'm already like, it's going to be this way that the next time I do this, right? Right. So to just accept, because this is really a good thing. This tells me that you're always growing and up-leveling, right? It's not about perfection. It's that you're always on this growth path. So what worked for you two years ago shouldn't work for you today because you're hopefully at a different place than you were two years ago, right? So it's not about it needing to be perfect. It's really about this just needs to get done and you need to move on to the next thing. I love that. Yeah, I I hate the word perfection. I always like to say, instead of saying perfection, think of the word progress. Like you're always going to make progress. It's never truly, I think we have this false conception that once we get to a certain part in our business, everything is going to be like picture perfect and done. And you just kind of like sit back and just let it, do its thing. And it's like, no, you're always going to be doing something. There's going to be updates for something. Something's going to be new. You're going to pivot. You're going to change. So yeah. So instead of perfection, it's always progress. So I love that. I hope the audience really listened to that because that was super powerful. Now, what do you think is the biggest misconception about mindset transformation? Yeah. So it's that it's, it's an event, you know, that you go through a process, you transform your mindset, you elevate your mindset, and then you're done. <laughs> um, you know, just as you were talking about, you know, it's all about progress, right? And, and your journey as an entrepreneur is never done. It, the same is true, you know, with your mindset growth and transformation, because again, hopefully, you know, you're listening to this podcast today, six months from now, the things that you're thinking about are going to be different than what it is you're thinking about today, right? And that's fantastic. But to be ready for those, you know, next levels of celebrations, those next level of problems and challenges, right? It's going to require the next level of mindset. And so, you know, I pride myself and my clients know this, that you know, I walk the walk. I'm always reading something. I'm always doing things myself just to challenge my mindset um, and, and you know, daily self-nurturing activities that I do. And I do them because I am reinforcing to my clients, you have to be doing these things. Otherwise, you're, you're going to complete a program and you're going to think, oh, this was really good. Like, I, I feel so inspired. Like, that was really good material. And then you're going to go back to living life as you know it and nothing changes. 
So at the beginning of all of my programs, I say to them, listen, I want you to get in motion. We are going to build really healthy momentum here. And it starts in just the transfer of knowledge. Me sharing information with you is putting it in motion. It's your job then receiving this new knowledge to keep it in motion by implementing it, right? And even if you hit roadblocks, challenges, mindset blocks, whatever it is, right? Let's address those so we can stay in motion. The minute you accept, accept the circumstance as your new truth, as, oh, well, this is how it has to be, then you're blocking that motion from continuing. And it goes right back to what you said earlier about getting two thirds of the way there. If you have the mindset and you have the strategy, right? Well, if you're not going to implement it, you've lost a third of it and you just will not move past the mindset and strategy. We have to actually, like you said, put it in motion, implement it and take action on it. And it's never perfect. It's always going to be progress over time. Now, out of curiosity, because you talked about you have to be working on your mindset, really just to let your clients know that this is something that you do. Out of curiosity, what is your typical morning day look like for you? Oh, it's the same every single morning. I, I wake up, I make my cup of coffee, I sit down, I do a five-part journal exercise um, that's comprised of um, gratitude, writing out affirmations. It's the same affirmations every single day that has a lot to do with subconscious reprogramming, um, setting an intention for the day, um, acknowledging a celebration from within the last 24 hours. Um, and we talk a, a little bit of, uh, I'll just mention a celebration is really just any bit of progress, right? So it could be something really big, like, yeah, I had another podcast interview, right? Or it could be like, I only ate half a bag of chips when I could have really eaten the whole bag of chips, right? It's just something that we're acknowledging growth from, from a behavior that we're trying to change. Um, and then rewriting a story. So with my clients, um, I have three stories that I rewrite right now. Um, but with my clients, I help them identify one story that they've been telling themselves, which represents a limiting belief. And we write it into a, a healthy, empowering belief. And that is something that they rewrite every single day. It's um, typically two to three sentences long. Um, so it can be anything from a mindset block, um, something to do with their um, body image and appearance, which oftentimes for women correlates with confidence and putting themselves out there, um, especially with drawing visibility to their business. Um, it could be something... Um, related to um, how they're interacting with others, which again, has a sales component to it, um, you know, has something uh, to do with, it can be confronting something with imposter syndrome um, or interacting with clients. Um, so those are the very popular um, stories that come up in the work that I do. That's really cool. And it sounds so similar. Recently, I published a daily journal and it really goes through the same aspects, very similar to yours. It starts with the gratitude. It starts, and then I also throw in there like, what are your dreams for the next year, five years, even 10 years? And then I have them list out, what are what is your current little win? It could be big or little. And then what's the action you're gonna take today? I have a little doodling space where they can write an affirmation. But the last part that I love is what is troubling you that is not in your control? 
Yeah. Write it down, cross it out and release it. And I think that is huge because I think we hold on to a lot of things that we cannot control. Sure. And again, that is a part of self-sabotage. So it's like, get that out of your head and release it because it's really not going to help. And that's a part of all that negativity. Mm -hmm. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Heidi, this was an awesome conversation. And I know uh, my listeners are definitely going to want to connect with you. So where can they find your work? Yeah. So, um, we, when you, before we had started this podcast, I had said, you know, how you pronounce my name, it rhymes with Seuss, right? Because, um, that's just the easiest way we all know Dr. Seuss. So if you go to HeidiGruss.com, um, and even though it, it rhymes with Seuss, it's spelled differently. So it's G-R-U-S-S. Um, but if you head over to my website, um, uh, you know, you'll find out a little bit more about me, connect, you can connect with me um, there. All of my social media handles are listed. Um, and there's some freebies there too, for people who land on the site. Awesome. I'll make sure it's in the show notes. And thanks again for being on the show today, Heidi. I can't thank you enough for listening today and supporting this show. The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.